Hey, baseball fans, welcome to the Wenatchee Apple Sox podcast with your host, the voice of the Apple Sox, Joel Norman. Wenatchee takes the series opener and earns its second consecutive shutout victory by defeating the Kamloops Northpaws by a 3 to nothing score. Great pitching once again from the Apple Sox gets the job done. Quincy Vassar led the way with six shutout innings, and boy, this was easily his best outing of the season. The sixth shutout, just one hit, allowed. That was the first batter of the game that he faced, and he would strike out five batters after that. But now a three-ball, two-strike count to Jude Hall. 224 batting average, one home run, and six RBI for him. As he swings and misses here for strike three, and that is out number one here in the second inning. First punch out of the ball game for Quincy Vassar. Another 2-2, swing and a miss, first strike three. Two punch outs and a 1-2-3 second inning for Quincy Vassar. And we are still scoreless after two innings of play. Vassar goes a season long in terms of how many innings he tosses, season high for strikeouts, and kind of gets back on track. A lot of walks in the first couple of outings for him, but just two walks. He left after a hit by pitch in the top of the seventh inning. And Cam Hoyland went the rest of the way. A three-inning save for Hoyland and a 3 to nothing win for Wenatchee. Hoyland did have his moments, a little bit of trouble, but got out of the seventh inning when he loaded up the bases with two outs, got a ground out to third to wrap up the inning, struck out one, and got some help from his first baseman, Marcus Harrison. A great diving play, first base side in foul territory to record the final out. The 2-2 from Hoyland is swung on pop first base side. A long run over. Harrison's going to give it a look, and he makes a nice sliding grab at foul territory as he collides with the wall. What a play, Marcus Harrison, and that is your ball game. Wenatchee earns its second consecutive shutout victory and third straight win overall as the Apple Sox defeat the North Paws 3-0. All three of Wenatchee's runs came in the same inning in the sixth. Through the first five innings, the Apple Sox had only mustered two base hits and had not, and only drawn one walk in that time as well. In the top of the sixth, the strikeout opened the frame before Josh Williams walked and stole second, and then Easton Amundsen continued his assault on the entire West Coast League. Pretty much, at least since I've been in the league, since 2018, there's been a three-man crew at Canadian ballparks where there's typically just two at U.S. parks. Amundsen clubs the 1-0 out to right field, running back Lowecki. He is out of space. He's done it again. Easton Amundsen with his sixth home run of the season. And the reigning West Coast League Player of the Week opens up a new week with a bang by giving the Apple Sox a 2-0 lead in the top of the sixth inning. Amundsen again, his sixth home run of the summer. A two-run homer off the bat of Amundsen for his third straight game with a home run and a home run in the fourth and four of his last five games. He now leads the West Coast League with six bombs in the 2023 season. The home run from Amundsen, a third consecutive game, left the bat at 97 miles per hour and traveled 373 feet. Amundsen is doing some unreal damage at the plate this season. I mean, we're talking about June 21st. He's got six home runs already this year. That's just, that's just ridiculous the way he's been able to leave the yard almost at will, especially as of late. Amundsen, now with his six home runs, is four away from matching the Apple Sox 
single season record of 10 home runs hit by Taylor Sparks in his 2012 MVP season. So with a lot of ball games left to go in the 2023 season, Amundsen could certainly get to that point. After his two-run shot put the Apple Sox on the board, Brandon Pons followed up with a double down the left field line, and that ended the night for Tyrell Chadwick. He was doing pretty well at that point with five and a third innings of solid work, five strikeouts, two walks, and the four hits. But two batters after he departed, one final run will come across on Chadwick's line as Mason Strong picked up a two-out RBI single. Romero trying to strand a man on the base paths. The 3-1 is laced into left field. Strong with a base hit down the line. Gobbled up by Clark on a few hops. Ponce rounds third. Throw comes to the cutoff man, Giannini, but there will be no throw home. It's 3-0 Apple Sox thanks to an RBI single from Mason Strong. Strong had a great game, 2-for-4, after he was on Monday night in non-league action, a home run away from the cycle, and he helped cap the scoring in this one. The 2023 season is underway. And new this summer is the Apple Sox 10-game flex pack. For just $60, this new ticket pack includes 10 general admission punches. You can use them all at once or spread the tickets out over the course of the season. The best part is that the 10 tickets can be used for any of the Apple Sox 31 home games. Apple Sox 10-game flex packs are a great way for families to purchase tickets to multiple games, even if they don't know which game they want to go to yet. Head over to applesocks.com and purchase your 10-game flex pack for a value of $6 per game today. Quincy Vassar was excellent on this one, and he's our first interview to begin things. Quincy, six shutout innings, one hit, two walks, five strikeouts, kind of back to normal. This felt like a Quincy Vassar start we're used to seeing. Yeah. Uh, the last conversation you and I had, we were talking about control, and that was the focus today was to keep the free passes down and worked out today. How'd you limit them in this one? Uh, try to fill up the zone early, 0-0 counts, 0-1, 1-0. Try to, try to stay even with the batter. Uh, just fill it up and use the defense. This is a tough place to pitch at. You've been here a couple of times. This, I mean, the energy this crowd always brings, is it something that maybe fuels you as someone when you're pitching on the road? Yeah, the, these, uh, these Canadian crowds can be a little spicy at times, a lot of energy. Um, I enjoy it. I like the high energy. It means everyone's locked in. It means the game is close. It means a lot to these people. So... It was enjoyable today. You only allowed the one base hit in this game. That was the leadoff hitter. I mean, it's first batter of the game, but what changed after that? Yeah, uh, missed the spot pretty bad, and he ended up getting a single after that. Was able to mix well and keep the rest of the guys um, off balance. They, they started six or seven lefties in the order, which I always love to see. It means they could have used everything. Uh, the defense did their job. I don't think we had an error today, so it was, it was easy pickings for those guys. You face a lot of left-handed hitters, as you mentioned. A lot of guys on that side. When you're facing righties, are you kind of are you can be fastball heavy or soft and away sometimes? What do you do to change your approach, lefty versus righty? Uh, don't want to give it all away, <laughs> but uh, I, I check their feet, oh oh, and see where they're standing in the box, and that kind of dictates what they're looking for in an approach. So a lot of the guys that are crowding the plate, we go soft away, and then try to bring fastball in late count once they once they adjust to sliders and curves and whatnot. Um, it also helps the guys defensively knowing where to stand when they see what pitch is coming. Uh, and, and we had good communication tonight with everybody, so that was amazing. Worked really well in that regard. Worked really well the guy coming after you and yeah. out of the bullpen, Cam Hoyland. We'll have him in just a moment. But, yeah. Quincy, talk about what that meant, kind of having another big guy coming right after you. Yeah, Cam. Cam's a guy. He's Bellevue built. Uh, no, no sweat at all. I knew he was going to close <laughs> it out. So 
That's special. Nice Bellevue connection. I like you mentioned. Quincy, nice job on this one. Let's talk again next week. Sounds good. <laughs> Quincy Vassar joining us. Had him on at, after each of the last two Apple Sox victories. Looking to try and make that a routine here each week on typically Tuesday nights when he will go. And we welcome Cam Hoyland now after his first save of the summer, first relief outing. Cam, you and I talked about this a little bit before the game. Knew it was likely you were probably going to come out of the pen either today or tomorrow. What changed with your approach to get ready for this one? Oh, uh, not a whole lot, honestly. Um, at the end of the day, when I get on that mound, it's me and the batter and the catcher. Well, honestly, I try to just keep it as me and the catcher and just fill up the zone and let them hit it and let them do damage. And if if they hit it, cool. But if not, they usually don't. You had uh, a, Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, you had a, a rocky start to begin in that seventh inning. You buckled down. You got the final out. I felt like you only got better from there. Retired each of the final six hitters you faced as well. What wasn't clicking early on that you were able to make an adjustment on? Oh, it was just my fastball. My my hand uh, orientation on the ball was a little off, uh, and I was falling off too on my on my finish. Um, but as I as I rolled into the eighth and the ninth, and I figured that out, and it was easy going. You had the one ball that ended up being the second out of the ninth inning. You said it before we got on. Thought I was out. Out to right field. Pitch leaves the bat. You see it go. You know, what's going through your mind as you're watching that catch be made by Carson Owen? I was like, I was pretty grateful. Um, I was like, oh, sweet. I usually don't give up a lot of home runs, so that was cool to uh, keep it, keep that number low. Um, yeah, he made an awesome catch and great effort. You had two great defensive plays in the field in that ninth inning. The other one was in foul territory. Boy, if that's at Paul Thomas Senior Stadium, maybe that's over the fence first base side here at Norbrock Stadium. It's a catch up against the wall. Talk to me about that grab you saw Marcus Harrison make. Yeah, Marcus made a phenomenal play and a great effort. Um, I love seeing that kind of effort from my from the defense. Uh, but I'm very grateful for this big backstop here, especially as a pitcher. As a hitter, not so much, but definitely pitching, I, I get a lot more. Obviously, I get a lot more outs. It's hard to say if it's really a pitcher's or a hitter's park. It's only 320 down the lines, but, boy, this foul territory, pretty handful, and we, we saw that help a lot here today. Cam, you're pretty much, you know, nearing your work on the mound here with the Apple Sox. Talk to me about what it's been like pitching for the Apple Sox here. Only the three outings, but, boys, three really big ones for you. Thank you. It's been phenomenal. Um, I love these guys so much. These, the coaching staff is awesome. We all uh, bonded so well. It's such a cohesive group. Everybody's so mature and just wants the ball. Uh, I love the I love the competitiveness of the group, and there's really never qu any quit. And it seems like every single personality gets along really well. It's a lot of fun, and if this was my last outing, I'm extremely grateful for everybody here. Oh, it's been a ton of fun watching you pitch, Cam. Looking forward to seeing you do it as well at Cal Poly. And who knows, maybe more work in an Apple Sox uniform. Thanks for the time after this one. Thank you very much. That's Cam Hoyle at Apple Sox. Lefty in this one, wrapping up and getting his first save of the summer. Wenatchee Apple Sox Baseball is affordable family fun. Come out to the ballpark and celebrate their 23rd season and experience some of the best collegiate baseball in the country. The Apple Sox are back home to take on the Northwest Star Academy on Friday and Saturday at Paul Thomas Senior Stadium. Bring your friends and family with you to the park and cheer on the Sox to a big win. First pitch is at 6.35 p.m. Buy your tickets at the gate or online at applesox.com. Wenatchee Apple Sox Baseball, celebrating summer one inning at a time. The head coach of the Apple Sox, Mitch Darlington, joins us. And, Mitch, no runs allowed for the Apple Sox in back-to-back -back games in league play. How impressive is that to hear and see this team do right now? Man, honestly, it's just really fun to watch. Um, 
you know, Quincy got in a rhythm early tonight, and he just had it in cruise control. He just he just seemed dominant from the start, had all three pitches working for him, uh, filling up the zone and, and letting our defense play behind him. And, and credit to our defense as well, man. We had, we had some really nice plays defensively. Carson Olin running down a ball on the track and Marcus Harrison making diving plays and, um, you know, a lot of a lot of good defensive things happened tonight. Um, but, no, no, credit to both those arms, man. They uh, they both were sharp tonight. Started with Quincy Vassar, his six innings of work, and this one kind of seemed like he was back to being the Quincy Vassar we're used to seeing. Definitely, definitely, you know, had, had, had everything working, had a good tempo, had a good pace, um, you know, just caught the ball in the rubber and went to work and, and let his defense play for him. So, yeah, back-to-back -back really good outings by him. It's it's fun to see him when he gets in a groove like this. He's he's one of the better arms in this league when, when he's on. What was so different about him in this one? The walks were such an issue in the first two outings, but here tonight just a completely different performance. Yeah, you know, you got to give a little bit of credit to our, to our catchers as well. You know, I thought Mason Strong called a really good game tonight. I thought he received well. He... He got Quincy in good counts, got him in good rhythms, and, and just called a really nice game. And they kind of both had a good uh, good game plan. And, and you know, Kamloops, uh, Kamloops has a lot of lefties in that lineup as well. So the left-on-left -left matchup uh, was something we kind of thought we wanted to exploit. And, uh, you know, it, they had a tough day dealing with some of that off-speed stuff that some of our guys were throwing. Cam Hoyland came in after Quincy Vassar and, it seemed like he was a little bit off early. He said it felt like his fastball was a bit off, but he adjusted. I think that, to me, it showed just what type of pitcher he is. Even on an off day, he can still find a way to get outs and toss three scoreless. Absolutely, yeah. You know, Cam's been a starter basically his whole life. You know, he had started all this year at Bellevue. He's been in a starting role for us. And, um, you know, so credit to him. It's not easy. It's not an easy adjustment for a starting pitcher to then get bumped to the pen and, and come in late in a game in tight situations and make pitches. And um, I thought Cam just handled it really well. And, and, and like you said, you know, that, that says a lot about him on days when you don't have your best stuff to still dig deep, find outs, and, and bear down when you have to bear down. And um, just shows how, how poised he is and how much mental toughness that kid has. Let's talk about the one offensive inning you guys had. It was enough. It was a rare, quiet mm -hmm. night for the Apple Sox bats, but it was a three-run top of the sixth inning. Easton Amundsen doing Easton Amundsen things once again. 13-game hitting streak right now. Somehow it's not the longest in the West Coast League, but <laughs> we're hoping we'll eventually get to that point if Roberto Nunez ever has an off night for Port Angeles. Even in a night, and again, this is the, we said this Sunday basically too, Amundsen's first couple plate appearances – not the way he wants them to go. Goes down swinging, makes an adjustment, and launches one over the park. Easy as that. Yeah, it's – man, it's one of those things. It's a great problem to have, but it, you just can't keep him out of your lineup for, for just what you said, you know. he's He's got a chance every time he steps into the box to run one out of the yard. So, you know, it's just he might be over on the day, but then he hits a three-run jimmy and, and, and you, you get that lead built up. It's just – it's impossible for, for a coach to have a kid like that not in your lineup in – Credit to him, man. His day-in, day-out work. He's uh, he, he puts in the time in the cages. He puts in the time in the weight room. And, uh, you know, he's just having a great start to the summer for us. Doubleheader tomorrow. This is kind of nice in the sense that your bullpen isn't as taxed. Even with two games, you still have two seven-inning contests. What's the mindset heading into that? Yes. You know, mindset is we want to get four from our starter and, and, and hand the ball off to the bullpen. You know, we got... Two really good guys with Bryce Johnson and Toby Hare going tomorrow, and 
Um, I think their approach in some ways changes a little bit. They don't have to be perfect. They just need to go compete and, and, and throw, up, throw up zeros early for us. And, you know, with a shortened game like that, we just we just go to our pen and, and let our bullpen do what it's what it's been doing all year, which is throw up zeros late in game. So it'll be fun. It'll be it'll be a tough test tomorrow, but it'll be uh, it'll be good. Really looking forward to that doubleheader. Mitch, thank you for the time and good luck in that. You are 4-0 in doubleheaders. Let's make it 6-0. <laughs> all right, let's do it. <laughs> it's Mitch Darlington, head coach of the Apple Sox. Special thanks to him for joining us. And thanks to everyone for tuning in as we wrap things up here on the postgame show. We'll run through the numbers real quickly. Wenanchi scores three runs on five hits, commits one error, and strands six men on the base paths, while Cam loops no runs, two hits, no errors, and eight men left on. Time of the game, two hours and 20 minutes in front of 708 fans here at beautiful Norbrock Stadium in the tournament capital of Canada. Well, the Apple Sox have won back-to-back -back games in shutout fashion, three consecutive after last Saturday as well, and they look to take the series tomorrow. A win in either game of the doubleheader guarantees a series victory, but as I mentioned, Coach Darlington last year won every game that was played in doubleheaders, going 4-0, two wins against Springfield, two wins against Nanaimo, and he puts that record on the line tomorrow. First pitch is at 4 o'clock in game one. Game two will probably get started typically about a half hour after the conclusion of game number one. And you can listen to both of those games, of course, right here on KCSYFM.com. Did you know that 20 former Apple Sox players have advanced to play in Major League Baseball? This past April, Cincinnati Reds right-handed pitcher Casey Legamina became the 20th former Apple Sox player to make his Major League debut. You might recognize a few other names from across Major League Baseball. Marco Gonzalez of the Seattle Mariners, Drew Rasmussen of the Tampa Bay Rays, Ryan Kreidler of the Detroit Tigers, Griffin Canning of the Los Angeles Angels, and Michael Tolia of the Colorado Rockies are just a few of the other players in the majors who previously spent a summer in Wenatchee. You never know which player on this summer's Apple Sox team will one day find himself playing at the highest level of baseball. To learn more about Apple Sox players playing professional baseball, please visit applesox.com and select the Apple Sox and the Pros drop-down option on the About column. I'm Joel Norman, and we're joined by Apple Sox. Can we call him a utility man now, Trent Liolas? And Trent, you got a chance to appear on the mound on Monday. Good, a couple, good night for you. A couple good hits in that game, but the eighth and the ninth inning, I think, really stood out to a lot of people. Your work on the bump. You hadn't pitched since high school, though, had you? No work for you this past spring. What did that mean to get out there? It uh, felt good. It, yeah, as you said, it's been a while, so definitely was uh, an experience, but I enjoyed it a lot. It felt really good to be back up there. Arm felt good, and it was uh, nice to pick up the team and help out any way I can. So you had about, I think if I'm remembering right, about 16 appearances as a senior or so, something like that. ERA under two. You went to Northwestern. Did they want you as an infielder? Do they want you kind of as a pitcher? How did that work? Because as we mentioned, you only had at-bats this spring. So originally I started out as a third baseman, and then in high school I, kind of, I just kind of started pitching a lot and always felt good, and it kind of found some success there. So they had me start out as a two-way, and then towards the end of the fall they kind of were, just told me to focus on third base because it was getting a lot to try and do both. And so they had me uh, through the rest of the year play mostly third, and then kind of at the end we're just talking about maybe getting back on the mound and seeing how it feels and seeing if I can continue to do it. So starting off again now. Yeah, we had you at about, I think, 86 miles per hour is your high on track, man. And so that was the first time you'd gone on the bump since the fall, you're saying? Yeah, in, in a live situation. I mean, I've thrown a couple light bullpens, but nothing more. So I didn't even know I got the 86. So that's nice <laughs> to hear. But uh, yeah, so the first time in a live situation facing batters in a while. 
what was that conversation like with the Apple Sox coaches? At what point did you kind of start getting told you're going in? Because we saw you briefly in the bullpen, I think would have been about the seventh inning when the Apple Sox were hitting. Yeah, they told me before the game that I should be ready to come in from in the eighth and ninth, just throw one or two innings. And as I came in on the, for the seventh, they just told me to go warm up. And so I just headed out there with the time I had and just started to get as loose as possible and felt good and had enough time to fully get ready. And so was ready to go. We're chatting with Trent Liolos ahead of the Apple Sox versus the Kamloops Northpaws coming up at 635. And Trent, that had to be kind of fun to do both in the same game, hit and pitch, but kind of had a high school feel, I imagine. It definitely did. It was awesome. I, I enjoyed it a lot. Those have always been my favorite games, especially in high school. So it was really cool to get to do both again in the same game. What's it been like for you so far since joining the Apple Sox? One other player, I believe, who you knew, Marty Kaplan, of course, played with the Northwestern. Uh, how's it like trying to get you know used to your teammates and everything? Uh, it's been awesome so far. Everyone's been great. I'm getting along with everyone just getting to meet people still haven't had many conversations with a couple guys and I'm trying to get around and get to know everyone as best I can so it's been awesome so far how much does it help for you kind of jumping right into a road trip you had the home games where you're here this past weekend but you get on the road it probably helps a lot with getting to know guys yeah definitely I mean the first week the first weekend with the home series was a little harder to get to know people and then soon as soon as they got on the bus started talking to more people and get to know everyone a lot better and it's been great the past day and a half to get to know everyone so I've been loving it so far Awesome. Well, Trent, thank you for the time. Good luck here tonight. Thank you. Have a good one. It's going to be a great weekend of fun as the Wadanchi Apple Sox host the Northwest Star Academy at Paul Thomas Senior Stadium this Friday and Saturday. On Friday night, it's Bark in the Park Night. Bring your dog to the game for free with your purchase of a ticket for the 6.35 p.m. game between the Apple Sox and the Northwest Star Academy. On Saturday night, it's College Night. Wear your favorite college apparel to the game and at the gate, you can purchase tickets for just $5 for general admission seating. There's nothing like a weekend spent at the ballpark, and we hope to see you here at Paul Thomas Senior Stadium. You can get your tickets for both games and check out the rest of the Apple Sox schedule for the 2023 season now by heading to applesox.com. Wenatchee Apple Sox Baseball, celebrating summer one inning at a time. Thanks for tuning in to the Wenatchee Apple Sox Podcast. If you enjoyed it and don't already, please subscribe to get updates on our newest episodes. Make sure to like the Apple Sox on Facebook and follow at Apple Sox on Twitter or Instagram. Wenatchee Apple Sox Baseball, celebrating summer one inning at a time.